Hello, it's Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. And Cindy is here with me and she hasn't muted herself. So you might actually hear Cindy. Look, she's laughing. People, <laughs> might, people don't think you really exist, Cindy, that are new to us. They, just, they think I make you up. Yeah. <laughs> here, here's here, like as if I could possibly do the technical. Uh, okay, never mind. Hello, and, and here we are. And the reason I'm happy today is because, and Cindy, of course, has kept track. I don't even know how many podcasts we've done, but Cindy tells me it's 200, but we're actually entering our fifth year. Yep. Cindy, it, does, it doesn't seem possible, but of course, it doesn't seem possible. We didn't have to stop because it was all Zoom through COVID. No. We have kept the ball rolling. And so when Cindy said we should do a little something for a few minutes and just say thank you to people, and I do thank anyone that listens to us, and I know Cindy and I both thank people that send us guests and people that I've had several, some of the great guests of people that have just said to me, why don't you have me on your podcast? And I said, well, I'd love to have you on the podcast. So I want to thank those people. And we also think, I know Cindy feels the same way. When we get a private message from someone telling us that they listened to the podcast and they really enjoyed it, I'm thrilled. Oh, me too. I, I live off those. It's so yeah. nice. It, it yeah. really it makes a big difference. We know a lot of people listen because um, uh, we can look at the stats, uh, but we don't always know uh, what they think of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that could be a loaded question. <laughs> no, you know what? And so I said to Cindy, so Cindy said, we have to do this little thing and you about 200 podcasts. I said, so here's what I want to say. One. <sighs> Actually, that makes it going into our fifth year. fifth year. This doesn't seem possible, Cindy. It doesn't seem possible. No, no. We were so young when we started. <laughs> and unjaded. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the other day, and a woman that we've had on the podcast, who's fabulous, that had been talent on a TV show that Cindy and I both worked on, but she's come back and been a guest. And I said something to her in a stream on Facebook about she still looked great. Or look at, oh, that was years ago. Can you, oh no, her son was like grown now. And I remember when we worked on her show, Cindy, she, that was a baby kind of, he was a little boy that she put oh on. My. And now he's going off to college. And I said, oh, my God, he's still so darling. And how wonderful. I remember him when he was a little, he was still a baby. And she said, yes, and you weren't jaded. <laughs> I wasn't exactly sure who she meant by that. And I thought, well, I've always been jaded. I'm not offended. Yeah. But I want to thank Cindy for putting up and doing this for, for almost going into our five years. We, I think, Cindy, what I've learned about, to me, what, why we keep doing them still. To me, I think we, I think the, the stories of women, and we've certainly had some interesting stories of men, but the stories of women, and right now, right now, and whether they be women beyond a certain age, or as one guest said, she was just a woman of a certain age when she first came on the show, and <laughs> a woman beyond a certain age. The stories in people's lives of the challenges that they face and how they persevere with them is the most interesting part. And I know for me, do you know what I mean? The only, the thing that's interesting, someone asked me the other day on Facebook, what's the biggest accomplishment of my life at this stage of the game? 
And I would say, and I think, and they were people from a professional group. I know they all expected me to say writing a book or doing this or running a business. But for me, at 71, the biggest accomplishment of my life is I've been married to Kenny for 30 years. I would never have thought at any point in my life that I was going to be married, even though in my first marriage, I didn't probably look down the road and think I was going to be married to him my whole life, or even 30 years, or even 10 years. Do you know what I mean? I was kind of more in love with the, the presents and the dress and the diamond ring. <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I was young. I was shallow and vain. So, uh, and I'm still shallow and vain, but, <laughs> but I look down the road a little bit further. We've had so many guests that have talked about overcoming cancer or o- overcoming serious business problems or how they turned really unhappy childhoods into really successful businesses. I mean, this is something, isn't it? I think it's it's something to learn from. Absolutely. Like uh, we were just talking about, we were recording a podcast just uh, earlier this morning, and it's all about resilience. Resilience. That's really- stories of resilience that are amazing to me. Amazing. Here to me is the example. I went to the dermatologist. I go every six months because my mother had skin cancer. My father had skin cancer. You know, I have freckled skin. My mother was in very auburn, beautiful auburn hair. Okay, so I go to this dermatologist, he's fabulous, does the full body checks. Well, all of a sudden, before he even says anything, he takes the, I I call it the Freon, but you know, he takes the cold thermos and spritzes across my nose, just like that. And here, right across my chest, and you can see a little brown spot there. And I said, what are you doing? I was kind of, you know, I'm in the paper, uh, in the paper dress, and <laughs> the two young, gorgeous girls are behind me that have probably never seen thighs that bad in their life. And I'm thinking, just wait, bitches, it'll come to you, it'll come to you. Well, just wait till menopause, remember that word. But anyway, so on my face, he hits this thing and he says, Oh, that'll turn a little red. And if it starts to peel, not to worry. I said, Is that cancer? He says, Well, we won't know for a few months. We'll see when it it grows back. But he was looking with one of those lit microscopes. So when I got home, I didn't see anything. And then it has in the last few days, progressively been red. And then on the third day, Kenny said to me, what's on the end of your nose? (laughs) Don't you love, don't you love, love? And it's turning a little brown. But to make long story short, the first day when I got home, Cindy, I thought to myself, fuck they're gonna because then I said well what if it comes back he goes we'll have to do a little surgery he says it's in a bad it's in a bad spot but I'll cut it so I got home got home had a glass of wine thought to myself oh great so now I have to worry about skin cancer and for the next six months on my nose I use sunscreen and I have used sunscreen but I had enough sunscreen on and I, I moved to a bigger hat. So when I walk my dogs, so now I really like a crazy old lady. Oh, you know, Lena, great. But it's all in our attitude. Now I need you to know on the third day, after feeling sorry for myself that I wouldn't, when they cut off my nose, when they would remove my nose. I thought I have to tell Cindy about my latest. This morning, instead of that, it's pretty red and it was kind of a mess. I bought a little foundation right off, you know, Lancome, because I don't wear foundation, I wear powder. I took that foundation, it was like silly putty, and I put it right on my nose, and then I powdered. You can't see it, can you? I can't. I know. And then I thought to myself, 
who are you feeling sorry for? Even if they take off part of your nose, Simeon, you your food stylist, you'll find a little rubber nose. <laughs> and I'll do it on when I'm going out. And I felt so much better because I stopped. I thought, Denise, if you have to have surgery on your nose, you're just going to figure out a way to cover it up and move on with your life. That's a great attitude. That's resiliency. I- I'm telling you, resilience and attitude, I've decided, is everything. So anyway, just keep that, tuck that away. So when you see when we're out, you know, the wax we used to use on the chicken breast. Oh, yeah. We'll be able to fix my nose. We can get some museum wax and just make a little nose for you. (laughs) We'll get a little piece of beige silk and just attach it right there where where the nose is missing. Well, I was thinking if you wanted a slightly pointier nose, we could do that for you. Well, now you're talking, girl. <laughs> that was you ever wanted to try on different no shapes? Okay, now we're talking. We are solving the problem. <laughs> All right, I feel so much better. So anyway, this is Cindy said we're doing a little promo for our fifth anniversary. I don't know about. I think talking about fashioning me a new nose is an anniversary story. I don't know if that's true or not. This is what our normal conversations sound like anyway. That's exactly right. So people don't know what, what I talk about. Exactly. But this, that just gave them some insight into who we are. Uh-huh. Well, as always, thank everyone that listens to us. Thank you, Miss Cindy, for, for being the engineer and the producer of the podcast and for all the people that listen and all the people that send us guests. We, and if you think, if you're listening to this and you think you would be a good guest, by all means, text us and tell us that. We would love to have you be a guest on our podcast. Hell yes. Hell yes. Yes. Speak up. Speak up. Thank you, Miss Cindy. And thank you, everyone. And Woman Beyond at iCloud.com. Reach out to us if you want to. And we have a Facebook page and we have a website. So that's it. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.